You're listening to the Engaged Club podcast, where we believe that engagement of members, staff, and managers is the key to a thriving club. Our aim is to help you become a better club manager by giving you practical, actionable club management and marketing advice. I'm Roger Kincaid. I'm the marketing director at Off Course Golf. We make member and customer engagement tools for club managers that make growth and prosperity their business. You can find out more about what we do at offcourse.golf. And I'm Jim Hope. I've been managing clubs and working in the hospitality business for nearly 40 years. I now proudly serve the members of the Derrick Golf and Winter Club in Edmonton, Alberta as their GM and COO. So, Roger, one of the things you and I talk a lot about is, you know, uh, especially uh, for me in a private club, we're always trying to uh, stimulate, you know, membership, new members into our club for both um, the existing that are leaving and for the fact that we're growing in some of our areas. And, and we focus a lot of our attention on our existing members to be our reference back to the club. And I, I know that's important for you, too. Oh, yeah, 100%. And that's today's lesson, Jim, which is uh, if you need to add members to your club, uh, you got to focus on existing members. That's probably your most uh, profitable channel of least resistance to find new members for your club. And I got to say, Jim, as we talk about this, uh, <laughs> the people who listen to the Engage Club podcast are going to learn something pretty cool about their buddy Jim Hope here, aren't they? Oh, I can't wait. Um, this this podcast is supported by the Canadian Society of Club Managers. And Roger, let's start talking about focusing on our existing members. So we've all heard a stat, uh, something like this, that it's seven times easier to get an existing customer to buy again than it is to find a new customer, right? So if somebody comes to your store one time, it's a lot easier for, to get them to come back than it is to go out and, and recruit from scratch and find a new customer for your store, right? Yep. Okay, so we can apply this same principle then to uh, memberships, right? Now, look, obviously, we're not going to sell a second membership to the, the same person, but... Uh, we can use this person as leverage to evangelize for the club and find other people like them who might be willing to come into the club. So we're basically uh, empowering word of mouth endorsements and using uh, a trusted friend to to help add to our membership roles. This is uh, what we'll call your referral tree or your referral network. And it is going to be a lot, uh, a lot cheaper, a lot more cost effective and a lot less friction for you to try to get new customers. And, and the beauty of it is, is they understand the culture of the club and they know the value that it's brought to them and their family. So it's easy for them to sell it to their friends and they want their friends to join, right? Because they want to, they want to enlarge their community at the club as well. And they want to do it with people they already know. So hell, they're your best salespeople. Yeah. And the way you do this, Jim, is it's really, really easy. You know, stop a member in the hall or, you know, find them having a coffee in the morning or something like that. And all you have to say is, you know, hey, Carl, uh, as you know, we're, we're doing a bit of a membership drive right now. Do you know anybody? who might like to be a member of this club. And that's how you start the conversation. And what we really want to be able to do, Jim, is make sure that um, you know we equip that person with uh, not only the reasons why they like being a member of the club or they think people they know should join this club, but also some of like you know our core values and 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 how uh, you know this club can enrich the lives of other people that are going to join. We just want to make sure that that they are uh, able and, and you know capable of carrying that message out into the wild for us. Well, and one of the things Roger we took from um, uh, uh, probably it's in the last six weeks of a podcast that you did that resonated with me is we're now going to our new members six months. Uh, after their time at the club, we go to them first with a satisfaction survey and we ask five really simple questions. And one of them is, you know, is the club everything that we, that you thought it was going to be? 
And if it isn't, we try and address those. But we also say to them, is there anybody that you know who you think would be would find value uh, in joining the Derek, just like you and your family has? And then and so we get them while they're new and they're excited, uh, having just joined the club to try and be our referrals. Yeah, that's the best time to do it, Jim. You're talking about episode number 83, Double Down on New Member Excitement. And the whole premise is that when someone just joins a club, just think about someone who's just bought a car. They're having the most fun driving that car, right? This is one of the biggest decisions that they've made in a long time. They're having a lot of fun being a new member of your club. So what you do is you invest a little bit of money. It's, it's hardly any at all. You know, lunch for four people and maybe, uh, you know, a, three guest green fees and a, a six pack of beer or whatever the case may be. And you just invest in making an afternoon, building an afternoon around that new member and three people they know that might like to join the club. I highly recommend you listen to episode number 83, Double Down on New Member Excitement right now. Yeah, it's, it's, that was awesome. We That was a big one for us. Cool. And it's working for you? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, we just started that. We've always done the the, sat- the, the satisfaction survey um, uh, at the six-month mark, but we're now adding that component um, about if there's anybody uh, who they would like us to connect with to be able to talk to them about the club. And we also include a link in that email to say, if you'd like to forward this email on, um, here's a link with some membership information that uh, you know a friend or a family member might want to have. Yeah, there um, you go. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if we've had any results from it yet, but at least we're now uh, we're now putting into that new member's mind that hey, I can maybe part of my job now is to be a referral program for the club. Just like I think we we've got that with our our more senior members because we we hit them a lot with the fact that um, you know we're looking at them to be uh, the folks that are are generating new members uh, for us here at the club for a variety of reasons. Right. That's great, Jim. That's great. And, you know, as you go through that process, you'll continue to optimize it. You'll find out what's working and you'll be able to uh, to do it even faster, you know, more efficiently and and, and better with uh, better results. Yeah, you bet. And I think we'll just get we'll get more comfortable with it as well. We also started from Joe Krenz podcast that we did. We're going to be doing a monthly email out to our members, um, our new members, letting them know what to expect that month at the club so that they, they can go through a full cycle at our club, which, of course, is 12 months of the year. They go through a full cycle and know exactly what's up in front of them so that they're not surprised and that they're really informed about what to expect at the club, which we think is one way to, to enhance and to create uh, member satisfaction really quickly. So uh, I, I know other people listening to this podcast, Roger, have taken a lot from it. Um, and uh, I have just in doing this podcast with you. Let's go back to this concept of, of uh, it's easier to sell to uh, an existing customer than it is to a new one. And just to reinforce the point, right? And this is why you want to use your membership as it is to uh, to be your referral network. Okay. So uh, Jim, take us back to the days of Kmart when we would see a blue light or here rather, I guess, hear a blue light special happening in the store. Oh, I used to love that. My best job I ever had. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, there's a blue light special in the menswear department. We are featuring men's briefs. Men's briefs normally on for $5.99. For two minutes only, you're on for $3.99. That's right. Men's briefs, regularly $5.99, only $2.99 in our menswear department. Wow. You used to do that? Where did you have that job? Which Kmart? uh, In North Bay, Ontario, when I was going to college. Now, I want you to know that I also ate Big Macs free for six months because to all be patties for sauceless cheese, but those onions on a Stephanie seed bun. And if you can do that in under five seconds, you got a free Big Mac. So I ate on that for a full six months. 
Blue Light Specials and Big Macs, baby. Oh, nice, dude. That's well. That that, that should be the name of your book when you write one. Blue Light Specials <laughs> and Big Macs. And I, I want to say to the to the members and the board at the uh, Derek Golf and Winter Club, uh, Jim meant to say that Kmart was the second best job he's ever had. Oh, good point. Absolutely, yes. So sorry, that, that is exactly what I meant to say. But listen to what's happening. Okay, so we've uh, the Blue Light Special is designed for the people that are inside the Kmart store. Now, the flyer that Kmart would include in the daily paper would also have some blue light specials, right? But think about how much harder it's going to be to get somebody to drive to Kmart for the $4 pack of underpants, as opposed to someone to walk across to the menswear department for the $4 package of underpants, right? It's a lot easier when you've got somebody in the store to make them buy more things. This is why when we go into a store like Kmart or Home Depot, that we see displays at the end of the aisle, right? They came for paint, you know, but they're gonna they're they're gonna see these displays. We're gonna add some value to their trip, and we're gonna be able to sell them the water softener salt and you know the ice melt salt or whatever the case may be, right? Uh, so it's th- this is what we see in practice. We see retail outlets investing in advertising within their stores to their customers because they know it's easier to get someone who's already in there to buy than it is to get someone to come and make a, their first purchase. Yeah, absolutely. It makes and makes perfect sense. And I can remember in my Kmart days that people would follow me with the blue light. <laughs> like I'd tip it over, it's got two wheels, and I'd be pushing it to the next sale. And they'd be asking me what that sale item is going to be. And I'd say, I can't tell you until it starts. And you could see them just sort of standing around. And then as soon as I went to the microphone, they'd head over to the blue light and pick up whatever it was that was on sale. So as it comes back then to new members, Jim, what what we know is that um, it's easier for us to work with an existing member who wants more out of the club, right? It's easier for us to work with a member who's already through the door. They've already signed their check and we can ask them, hey, you know, do you know anybody else who would love to be a member of this club? And it's an opportunity for them to increase their value by adding friends to the membership role. And it's also an opportunity for them to, you know, sort of invest in the club and, and, and buy in more to what the club's already doing. That's going to be a lot more profitable strategy than constantly prospecting from scratch. Now, it's important that you do that too. You've got to have some external messaging that's going to bring new members in. But don't forget to also target your existing members to add to your membership role. And Roger, the cost to target your existing members is virtually free, right? Yeah, it's just the time it takes to strike up a conversation. We really hope this episode is a big help to you. If you know somebody else that could benefit from this episode, please share it and let's grow together. Yeah, the archive of this podcast is available at engagedclub.com. And of course, we'd always like to hear your thoughts, questions, ideas, comments, anything you have to say via email at hello at engagedclub.com. Thanks for listening.